Church history. Light amid the darkness is seen in the life of Luther. London, G. Morrish, 20, Paternoster Square, before 1915. Republished by Irving Risch. Host of Down to Earth but Heavenly Minded podcast. Chapter 2, Luther at College, A.D. 1501-1505. Martin's happy sojourn with the Cotter family must be broken up. He had been at Eisenach four years, and had outstripped all his fellow students, and now he longed to go to a university for further instruction. His father had confidence in his son's ability, and Martin was sent to the University of Erfurt, see note. In 1501, his father desired him to study the law, but Martin was to be God's servant to do his work. We shall see as we proceed how God brought it about. Note, an ancient fortified town of Saxony situated on the Gera. The Augustinian convent in which Luther used to live was burnt down, with all its relics, his portrait, Bible, etc., in April, 1862. End of note. The professed Christianity in Germany in those days was the Roman Catholic. And at the University of Erfurt a great deal of time was spent in studying what was called, scholastic philosophy, as set forth by such men as Scotus and Thomas Aquinas, and these things Martin. Or as we must now speak of him, Luther had to study, but of which he afterwards declared his utter hatred. He took greater pleasure in the writings of Cicero, Virgil and others. Luther was not at this time a Christian, but he was a devout young man. He felt his dependence upon God. He used to say, to pray well was the better half of study. Now there was a library at Erfurt, and in this young Luther used to spend his spare moments, looking over the various volumes. One day, as he was looking over the books, a certain one attracted his attention, and on opening it he found it to be the Bible. Luther had never seen one before, and he had no idea that the Bible contained more than the various extracts he had heard read in the church. But here was chapter after chapter and book after book he had never seen or heard of. Only think how different the times were then from what they are now. Here was a young man who had professedly Christian parents, and had lived for years in a pious family, and yet had never seen a Bible. Books were then very scarce and very expensive, but besides that, the Roman Catholics used to keep the Bible away from the people, and not allow them to read it, saying that they needed the church to explain it. But besides this, the Bibles were then mostly in Latin, Greek, and Hebrew, so that but few could have read them if they had had them. How thankful we in England ought to be that the Bible is not hidden from us. For a few pence we can buy and read God's holy book. Well, Luther had found a Bible. It was in Latin, and he could read Latin. With the deepest emotion he turns over its leaves, and one of the first things that he reads is the beautiful story of Hannah and young Samuel. He is overjoyed. He has found God's book. Oh, thought he, if God would but give me such a book for my own. But he must leave it, but only to return again and again as opportunities offered. The more he read, the more he wondered and admired. It was light, God's light, amid the darkness. Thus God had brought his servant Luther to his book, the Bible. God had many a battle for his servant to fight, and for this he must have God's weapon, and be able to use it. Well, the Bible is the weapon God gives to his servants, it is the sword of the Spirit which is the word of God, and I have now told you how God put his own weapon into Luther's hands. He not only valued the Bible himself, but as he discerned its value as God's book he recommended it to others. To a student who was laboriously studying the law, he recommended the law of God. He who knows the text of the law thoroughly, said Luther, will never go wrong. We must do the same, study the text of the Bible, and not busy ourselves so much with systems and commentaries. At the spring head we find the purest water, and we see better with our own eyes than with another's. About this time Luther became very ill. He had been up for his examination. He was successful and was now a Bachelor of Arts, but through excessive study his health had been seriously affected, and many thought he would die. 
He was a favorite with the whole university, and much sympathy was shown towards the sick young man, and many came to see him. One, a venerable old man, had observed the attention of the young student, and he now came to visit him. To him Luther deplored that he was soon to be summoned away. But the old man replied, My dear bachelor, take courage. You will not die this time. Our God will yet make you his instrument in comforting many others. For God lays his cross upon those whom he loves, and those who bear it patiently gain much wisdom. This comforted Luther, and he often remembered it afterwards. It was as a word from God to his soul.